And now it's time for Fast Favourites. Paul Goldsmith has taken up a role in the new government, uh, a role that's dear to our hearts. He's our new Minister of Arts, Culture and Heritage. Before entering politics, Goldsmith was a historian and a biographer. Armed with a Master's in History from the University of Auckland, Waipapa Tomata Row, he worked for a year for the Waitangi Tribunal before becoming a press secretary to then National Party Minister John Banks. Starting with Banks, Goldsmith has been a biographer of several leading right-wing political and business figures, including Don Brash. So politics was clearly beckoning, and Goldsmith was first elected to Parliament in 2011. He was spokesperson for on arts, culture and heritage and opposition between 2017 and 2020. And he joins us to share his cultural preferences. Minister Goldsmith, congratulations. Is there a particular area of the arts you're most keen on? Oh, I wouldn't like to sort of just pick one. I mean, obviously, I, I love music and um, I, I play the piano. And um, I've seen I've seen you on Instagram during the campaign trail. Very impressive. Well, well, prime, prime, yeah, <laughs> mainly, mainly classical. Well, I like I love, love jazz as well. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I enjoy modern music uh, um, equally. And uh, I've, you know, I've got three teenage daughters, so we get into all sorts of modern stuff as well. Which what sort I, of things do you like? Oh well, I mean, I like like Benet, for example. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm a traditionalist in the sense that I, you know, I mean, you know, if I chose myself, I'd listen to a bit of Neil Finn or something like that. But yes, um, uh, he's playing know. fast favourites with us in January. So oh, is that right? You're in, you're in uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like new. Uh, like his stuff. <laughs> the Gentle Hum is my favourite uh, of him. The Finn Brothers, where the, it, um, it's just a, uh, it's just a magn- just a great little piece. I love it. That's uh, great. Uh, They're great um, together. Too. Yeah, they are, and so I enjoy that. But you know, we're, we're, our, our you know recent generation of young. Um, Musicians like Lord and you know, Benet and all those—that's uh, fantastic. You know, they're really, it, they're, they're done so well uh, and uh, so incredible. I, uh, so I love that. Uh, but I, you know, I love the visual arts. I love uh, sculpture, and uh, I, I enjoy fiction and history. Of course, I'm, I'm a historian by background, and so I enjoy all that. And um, when I get a chance, so uh, yeah, uh, the, 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 there's relatively few areas that I don't feel quite passionate about. Well, our last Prime Minister seemed to be a fan of Dan Brown and the Da Vinci Code, and I was hoping we might get a little bit higher in terms of New Zealand authors. Do well, you get to I, read much of this great New Zealand fiction that's yeah, coming out? Yes, yes. I like Charlotte Grimshaw's stuff. I, oh, I, I, yes. I, I don't think she's a national voter, is my impression. Uh, uh, I, she, she's a local. I see her quite often, and uh, we, we engage in a good bit of banter. Uh, um, but, yeah, I like her novels, so I, I, so I should shout out to, to that. I enjoyed all the old old classics. And uh, but uh, typically I, I prefer to read non-fiction or that. But you know, every yes. now and again, funny enough, I mean during the COVID period when you're stuck at home, I, I worked my way through the three um, volumes of uh, Hilary Mantel's Wolf Hall and Bring Out ah, the Bodies. And, yes. uh, and uh, I just brilliant. oh, just sensational. And I, <laughs> I, I, I'd just be sitting there on the couch with all the lights turned off with a little sort of dark thing and uh, imagining myself sitting in these dark rooms with the light fl- flickering, uh, working my way through those. And uh, So that's, that, that's been probably the, the most um, enjoyable uh, recent novels I've read, but um, yeah. Yeah, I saw a photograph of you recently with uh, the New Zealand composer Victoria Kelly. I think it was at the New Zealand New Zealand on Air function. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. just put a report out that she's she's done. Yep. I went to so, hear her requiem. That was uh, pretty oh, special. What did you think of that? Well, it was uh, oh, you know, a wonderful piece of music, um, and uh, of course I you know I love some of the poets. Um, in fact, that uh, James K. Baxter poem that it finishes with is about the only poem I could, if I was forced to recite a poem uh, off the top of my head, is it, because it's nice and short. Uh, Go on, yeah. can you do Al- it? You gonna uh, do it well, alone we are born and die alone, yet see the red gold cirrus over snow mountain shine. 
upon the, uh, uh, no, that was great. Paul, that was very, very good. I think it, it was better than Winston Peters' rendition of Rudyard Kipling's If during the campaign, election campaign. I don't know if you saw that YouTube clip. I did. I did. <laughs> well, you, you, were, you were talking about... And better than Shane Jones's sea shanties as well. Oh, yes. We, yeah, we talked about those on our show a little bit as well on our election coverage. It, it's interesting that you were talking about not necessarily always aligning politically with artists because you know, artists, I think, are pretty notoriously on the more of the left often, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's all right. But um, that's how, how it is. Uh, although I don't think their audiences necessarily are. And, Not at all. And um, a, a lot of uh, uh, the people that um, are obviously most generous in, 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 in a philanthropic sense, uh, uh, of course, span the, the whole spectrum. And, and that's as it should be, you know. I, the, I'm not precious about all these things. You know, you get these poets and things getting stuck into us all the time, but, uh, you know, let, let rip. Well, indeed, I was just reading a little bit of your biography of Alan Gibbs, and what the, the most interesting bit for me was the, the recount of him having, you know, the likes of Haltery and Colbert and a whole lot of New Zealand artists out on his farm and yeah. uh, talking yeah, politics. Little Colbert, actually, yeah, those, uh, uh, those um, sort of illuminated milk... Cartons and things. Amazing stuff. It is remarkable stuff, and we, we, we mark his passing as well as Ralph. But yeah, you know, they, they took. I think that they, they took, he actually took them all to Cuba, didn't he? They were yes. talking about whether the socialist <laughs> environment really was as good as good as as they good, made it out. Good as it's cracked up to be. No, well, uh, I mean, Alan Gibbs had a quite an impact on my life. I, I, I for, for many years, uh, written books for him and, and on his family and history and then a biography. And, um, for, uh, you know, over 20 years, more than 20, 25 years, I've been going up to the, the farm as his sculpture park and seeing that evolve and uh, engaging with, uh, you know, international artists, but also the, you know, the great, you know, New Zealand sculptures, sort of, you know, Chris Booth and those guys. It's, yes. um, it certainly has expanded my interest in that area and it's been, you know, been great to be able to take my kids up over the, the generations and, you know, expose them to what is um, something yes. quite extraordinary. We need more. We yeah. need more Alan Gibbs, don't we? People, um, you know, supporting well, our I mean, artists. Of course, that's the, um, you know, there's an ancient tradition in the arts of, of patrons uh, and successful wealthy people um, choosing to commission great artworks and, and yes. uh, support people. Well, uh, you're in government, in charge of the public purse. Yes. What are your priorities, do you think, for the arts and culture and heritage sector coming up? I know it's early days. Yeah, 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 it is. I mean, look, as a minister coming into it, uh, obviously I'm taking stock of, uh, you know, where we're at. We're obviously arriving at a time when there's not large amounts of uh, money sloshing or, or free money uh, or extra money to come. So it's going to be tight. Uh, so we're going to have to be creative about what we, um, how we get good outcomes from uh, the money that we've got. Uh, and uh, ensuring that we're spending that wisely. So I'll be starting off by looking very closely at the, you know, the key crown entities that I'm responsible for and the boards on them, and and um, meeting with them. And uh, so that's like the ballet and the orchestra, ballet, the orchestra, the tapapa, tapapa, uh, yes. uh, the symphony orchestra. Uh, sorry, the, and uh, Crowd New Zealand, of course, is a critical yeah. uh, piece. So you know, we'll be sitting down with them and. Uh, working our way through that. So making sure that we're getting a good return. On those, I I want to ensure that all the different elements of the arts um, continue to be supported. 
And then I do tend to look at the the portfolio, you know, also very much from the economic lens. I, I see it as an economic portfolio as well, in the sense that yes. um, there's no different to agriculture or something like that. It's, well, it, it contributes it, a lot to the economy. That's right. I understand. Big, 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 big part of the, the creative sector in the broader sense. Uh, export earners, you know, our musicians, our artists, our films, uh, all these things can, um, you know, be. Uh, you know, uh, we have huge potential. The issues there are relevant uh, for for all sorts of businesses. In terms of you know just trying to reduce the burden of form filling and uh, uh, <laughs> tedium that mm. uh, people have done. I mean, I've, I've experienced that. I, I had ten years making a living out of being a writer and uh, know that, you know living living on your wits. Um, you know, trying to get through all the hoops that uh, small mm. any small little business operates. And, and there are you know tens you know thousands of artists out there that have the same sort of issues. And I, I certainly come at it from that perspective as well. Well, looking at Creative New Zealand, they've already indicated that they're going to. Have have less from lotteries next year, then the amount, as I understand, is reducing. So they're signalling they're going to have less money to give out. Are you able to assure us that Creative New Zealand's funding isn't going to get cut? Uh, well, uh, there's no um, current intentions, but look, ultimately, um, the Minister of Finance uh, will be pulling together her budget, and um, so I don't, I'm going to preempt that. Uh, times are tough, but I suppose it's more in the in the uh, guise of there's not large pockets of new money uh, that are yes. likely to be available for a mm. time, and I'll do the best I can to uh, defend what 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 current um, budgets there are. But mm. you know we've inherited quite a quite a mess, and you know if you think if you take Matatine for example, seventeen mm-hmm. million a year, mm. uh, they they kicked it off, but the, it's not funded into the future. <laughs> it stops. <laughs> uh, and so, um, you know, um, so we'll we have to find that as extra new money uh, so you think, against you a think, whole lot of... Do you think you will? Well, we're going to have to have that conversation and how, how we, where we're going to find that um, mm. uh, against all the other priorities. Uh, the, 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 the previous government didn't choose to fund it in perpetuity. Uh, they, mm. they, they, they've done a whole lot of short-term funding and uh, with of things that most people will assume will carry on but mm. the budget's not there. And so that, that's just one of the many challenges that we well, have. Well, the, the previous government is, and the, the national government you were part of before, your, your predecessor, Chris Finlayson, I think was is pretty much on the record of being very proud that he managed to keep the funding for Crave New Zealand and the other cultural institutions pretty protected. I think he sort of talked about looking after the lovies or something yeah, in his, looking after in his book. Like, did you read that? <laughs> yeah. He said the principal role of the Minister of Arts, Culture and Heritage is to is to keep the lovies at bay. I think that was something <laughs> like his words. I may slightly misquote them. Well, he's but always, he, he's always but he did character. he did you know I think he's people in the character. arts people in the arts were were pretty impressed that he in, in that environment managed to. Yeah, they, still, the, the the, the, they still gave us a hard time. But uh, yes, look, uh, I'll do my best on that score. And uh, and also, you know, yeah, I, I definitely see myself as a champion of the arts uh, within this government uh, and will do my very best. Do you see that as across the, the arts? Sometimes Chris got a little bit criticised for being about all about the high arts and people will look at you as a, as a pianist that, you you know, you'll look after the NZSO because you go out to those gigs, but we look after the community arts. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, yeah. Well, indeed. Well, yes, I, I I um I grew up in the mean streets of Mount Roskill. Uh, um, uh, I uh, I know um, I enjoy the, um, the classical tradition, and I think it needs to be preserved. Um, but um, I certainly wouldn't um, limit myself to that at all, and I don't th- think we can. I mean, uh, we're, we're a diverse culturally. Auckland is an extremely 
conscious of that. In fact, one of the first things I did actually as, as minister by, by sort of accident well, uh, was uh, to go along to the Auckland Art Gallery on the weekend and ah. uh, for a little, very small little opening for of some Sikh art actually oh, in, right. in the collection. And, and w- what had happened was that this, uh, a young guy, student, uh, had sort of asked himself the question, I wonder what art we have in, in, in the collection relating to Sikh. And they went through uh. and they were all incorrectly um, labelled, uh, but uh, he, he could read the, the language and work out what was going on and actually identify that, that they weren't just Indian art, they, they were Sikh art and, and from the Sikh uh, period, and, and there's five of them or whatever, and, they, and he got up and told the story, and it was just a nice little example of of, yeah. uh, of the in, incredible diversity we have in, in Auckland in particular, uh, in these communities. Yes. Um, it's favourites. I would love you to pick a song for us to play, a New Zealand song. A New Zealand song. Yeah. yeah well, uh, well so, so this is, um, what, do you want a bit of get up and go? Well, I could want... ask you to play the piano, but I haven't got a grand <laughs> close by. <laughs> well, you should play Super Groove. Can't get enough. <laughs> <laughs>